Hey y'all, what's up? You are now tuned in to The Unknown Journey with Jazz, an emerging and relatable podcast for young adults navigating their way through life. Join me as we will be discussing everything from heartbreaks to spirituality, astrology, fashion, love, business, money, and just everything life. I'm so glad you could join me and I don't want to keep you waiting. So let's get started. y'all what's up welcome back to the unknown journey with jazz podcast i am your host jasmine and just to do a little recap of last week's episode i talked about toxic traits in a relationship so if you missed out and you didn't listen to it go ahead go back to episode three is given toxic and go check it out. And y'all, I know it was a long episode, but I promise you it's some some nice little juicy stories in there. And there are some very helpful tips and just signs to recognize and some resources there. So be sure to go back and check that episode out. All right, y'all, for today's episode, y'all, I'm so excited. Episode four is all about black designers yes like oh y'all it's black history month we starting it off right we starting off with the black designers gonna put y'all on give y'all some knowledge but y'all if you didn't know i designed clothes or i made clothes um i started making clothes probably like around 2019 and if you want to go see that hop over to instagram um go to jasmine newsom art i'll leave the the tag or whatever in the in the bio in the show notes or whatever but yeah if y'all want to go see that go check me out um I kind of put a pause on making clothes right now but fashion is something that's still dear to my heart so it's only right for me to make this episode y'all when I tell y'all this last or these last few years the amount of talent that I have seen from these black designers is just mind-blowing it's just so creative, so talented, and I feel like it's my due diligence to make this episode about black designers because I need I need y'all to know who they are. I need y'all to go support. I need y'all to um, spread that black dollar around. Like you know, we we gotta support our people. So in this episode, we're gonna talk about black designers and y'all. Um, I'm gonna leave some timestamps so I have like different segments. If y'all want to like hop around, you don't want to listen to the whole episode through, I get it, I understand. So I'll leave some timestamps in the show notes so you could hop over to whatever topic you want to get to. But y'all, it's gonna be a good episode, so stay tuned. Let's get started and yeah, let's get it. First segment called The Pioneers and Disclaimer, these are just a few of the pioneers who I feel like paved the way for the black designers. I know that there's so much more, but just for the sake of the timing of the video and just because these are just ones who I'm familiar with, I'm just going to go over five of them. So coming in at number one, we have Ann Lowe. She was born in Alabama in 1989, and she made dresses for women in society in the South, such as the First Lady of Alabama. She then moved to New York and was segregated at S.T. Taylor Design School. In 1950, she opened up a storefront and became the first go-to dress designer, and she was also the first Black woman to own a store on Madison Ave. So 
and low girl she was doing her thing and unfortunately like she didn't really get the recognition that she deserved back then like they were not trying to let the girls know what Ann Lowe was doing back then. Like, these bomb dresses that she was making, they were not trying to let them know. But now, we, since we know who she is, we're able to honor her and honor the work that she has done for us in the past. All right, number two, we have Willie Smith, who is also known as a pioneer for streetwear. His clothing line was called Willie Wear, and it was founded in 1976. His style was kind of like a blend of sportswear and high-end tailoring. His inspiration was from New York, of course. And he was known as the first designer to home women wear and men's wear under the same brand and grossed over $25 million in sales. Number three, we have Dapper Dan. And y'all, if y'all know about Dapper Dan, I don't know, like, what y'all doing? Like, y'all need to go look up who this man is. So... Dapper Dan was born in Harlem, and he was known as the knockoff king. So basically what he would do is take luxury brand products and reconstruct them. So if it's like Gucci or MCGAM or Louis, he would like take the material and just like cut it all up and make a new garment out of it. And um, celebrities like LL Cool J and Bobby Brown, Salt and Pepper, Run DMC, they were all wearing his pieces. And if you had on the Dapper Dan clothing, like a girl, like you was that boy, you were, you was, you were the it, you know, you was, you was the it girl, the it boy out here. But unfortunately, he did get hit with a lawsuit for copyrights, and Fendi did a whole raid on his boutique. He was shut down for years, but, but there's a but. He did make a comeback in 2017 with Gucci, creating a capsule collection inspired by his old looks in the past. And yeah, like if y'all see now on like some of the red carpets or like some of these big events that happen within fashion, you might see a couple Dapper Dan pieces out there and he'd be stepping out, he'd be showing face. So Dapper Dan, he's definitely a cool dude, um, definitely somebody to want to like look into also, at the end of the episode, I'm going to drop y'all some, like, little resources where y'all can find out more information because he does, he is in a documentary on Netflix that was pretty good. So, that's Dapper Dan. Number four, we got April Walker, and she is that girl as well. On her website, it says that April Walker was the first woman in this lane. She also was one of the first to dominate in urban menswear, securing celebrity endorsements from the legends like Tupac, Biggie, even Beavis and Butthead. And her brand was one of the first to open distribution doors and command millions in sales. And the Walker Whale lifestyle still thrives today. So April Walker is the founder, the creator of Walker Wear. And something that was really cool that I found out like, I don't know, last year or something, is that she like she didn't make her face known like that she was that that was her brand so a lot of people didn't know that this menswear brand was ran by a woman and I feel like that's like really cool like she was just sitting back doing all the work getting her money and people didn't even know who she was like she was keeping it real low-key so I think that was really cool all right number five we have Jay Jackson, he was born in France, and he did work for some designers like YSL and Dior, and he created costumes for 
film, TV dance performers and singers, like all that good jazz. His vibe is kind of very like disco-like. So think drapes and like fluid, fluid pieces. And he always wanted to have a sense of sophistication and grace. One of his quotes are, they must be worn with elegance, with style. And Something cool about Jay Jackson is that he was the first black designer to work in the top tier couture in Paris. So there we have it. Five pioneers. I know there's so many more, but these are just ones I'm familiar with. And yeah, y'all like they they was out here paving the way for us and just so grateful, so thankful to have these people that did open the doors for us and created these opportunities. But y'all, let's get into the next segment. Alright y'all, so now we're going to get into these brands. I'm going to start off with unisex. And first one we have is Milano de Rouge. I think that's how you say Milano de Rouge, I think. Which is like a luxury streetwear brand. Um, Very cute stuff. They got these bubble coats out that are really, really cute. Next we have Mifflands, one of my personal favorites. They have these sweatsuits that my boyfriend bought me and I'm like obsessed with and he's like I need to buy you more because you keep just wearing the same old sweatsuit but I can't help it I love it I love the design I love the quality it's really it's just it's a really nice um athleisure wear slash like outerwear they also have like these quilted pants and jackets that are really cute um then we have Kashara or by Kashara which she makes custom orders. Um, I kind of knew her from her stacked jeans or like she like reconstructs jeans, which I think are just really cool. I know she like she makes a lot of um, jeans for two chains, which is really cool. And she also made some for other artists. Next, we have Tier NYC which they also sell sweats as well. And they have really light, really nice prints on their clothing. And they also have a kid's clothing line as well. Then we have Huron Preston, another luxury streetwear brand. Really good quality clothing. Very distinctive with his um, orange like patch. And it's really nice. Um, then we have off white which is also another luxury streetwear um rest in peace to Virgil Abloh he was also a very like pioneer iconic person in the black community definitely opened up a lot of opportunities for young black designers so may he rest in peace he definitely has left his left his mark here um next we have barriers and why which is another kind of like streetwear um he has these really cool like t-shirts and sweatshirts and jeans that have these um black influencers on them so really really cool i would definitely check them out um next we have a daily paper which is like a mix between leisure and outerwear um, and then we have Humility, which is a smaller brand that I just discovered, but they have um, stacked sweatpants. So if you're interested, go check them out as well. And y'all, I'm going to, 
I'm not going to leave links in the bio, but you have to go to my Instagram. If you go to the Unknown Journey with Jazz on Instagram, I'll have links to all these designers, all these Black-owned brands. So if y'all want to check them out, I will have them in the Instagram. So be sure to go follow me on Instagram. I follow y'all back. You know, I'm you support me. I support you. So be sure to go over there and check out the links. Okay, now let's get into the women's. I got y'all. Like, I know a lot of women's brands, and I try not to put too much. So let's just go ahead and get started. Coming up as number one, one of my favorites is Matte Brand. I am so in love with this brand, this designer specifically. Um, I get a lot of inspiration from her, and a lot of her clothing is like, cute and comfy but still kind of like showing skin like she has a lot of cutouts and I feel like the fits of her garments are very unique but I just love I love her personal page how free she is how like she's still like on her shit like she makes sure she gets everything done but her brand is I just love it so matte brands yes um then we have Dion by T. Dion, and I think that's how you pronounce it. Also love her brand. Um, some of the items that really speak out to me are her leg warmers, her like stacked leg warmers, I think are really, really cute. There's like a reptile pattern material thing that she got going on, really cute. And then she has these jackets that are so bomb. Like if I were going on a skiing trip, I need to cop those jackets because they are just so cute. Next, we have a Ferrari London. A Ferrari? Oh, my gosh. If I'm pronouncing this wrong, I am so sorry. I think it's Ferrari London or Ferrari London. I'm not too sure. But she also has really great pieces. Um, a lot of them are, like, dresses. And I think she might have some, like, jumpsuits out. Very bold pattern prints all over definitely good for like if you go into a nice dinner so sorry about that y'all if you go into a nice dinner or if you like going on vacation somewhere a very nice event like it's gonna look real good really elegant um but still fun dresses next we have human alien and i found out about human alien a while ago and i just love him like it's, it's very me because I feel like I'm, like, weird and kind of quirky, and I like, I like aliens, I guess. I don't know. But his clothing also is, like, an inspiration. Um, I think for a homecoming one year in college, I made a skirt that was, like, inspired by him, and it was, like, a, um, what is it called? Like, not a not a Goku, maybe it was Goku, but like an anime print skirt. And then it had like the eyelet holes on the side with the strings and it was like cut out on the side. It was so cute. But his brand, I just love, I love the, like the silhouettes of his garments. Like the dresses would be cute and short, but they'll have like the extended arms with like cutouts and like the shoes that he pairs it with be so cute and he also has this like star bag it's bomb y'all so human aliens he's uh he's my type of vibe next we have twilly 
I think that's how you pronounce it as well. I'm not too sure. But I have also gotten some things from her. I got a bathing suit, really cute prints, like sheer um, cutesy clothing. Love her. Next, we have Hanifa. And if y'all know about Hanifa, ooh, child, what you doing? Like, she is groundbreaking. I love this designer. All her garments just, like, hit. Like, they all, just by the look of them, look like quality garments and very bold, powerful, but still feminine. Like, just love Hanifa. It's, ooh, it's just I cannot wait to be dripped out in Hanifa. Like, yes, it's giving very much luxury black girl vibes. Next, we have TL- TLZL Femme, which is another, like, bold, powerful type brand. Um, she has very unique cuts as well. If y'all ever seen the, like, um, they're not necessarily, like, stack pants, but they're, like, kind of stacked or flare pants and they have the long strings on them she's the originator of that like she started that and I feel like a lot of companies brands whatever they be copying off of her styles because her stuff just be bomb and it's like I I see why because it's just it's really that great but she's the originator of it and I love her she's just very like into who she is like strong believer in herself and what she believes in and i stand for that um next we have laquan smith and laquan smith is a very luxury um he gives you like sensual vibes like something real sexy but still like it's like sexy but keeping it classy almost but with a little bit of like i'm gonna show my skin Love me some Laquan Smith. His, like, sheer bodysuits. Ooh, so cute. And, ooh, the leather pants that he got. Like, the orange leather pants. Like, the little moto pants. Mm, chef's kiss. So freaking cute. Next, we have Christopher John Rogers. He is a luxury brand as well. Like, his garments be going up in the thousands. And he makes, like, a really bold pattern um like dresses and women's wear like think of like um just think of like princess type dress but like with bold prints on it like very colorful love his brand as well and he also has like I don't know if it's a diffusion line but he had some type of collab at Target but I feel like every time I want to go look at it everything was sold out but he does have like a cheaper side of his clothing I don't know if that's the right word but yeah, Christopher John Rogers. And he also, um, he he designs, I think, one of Kamala Harris's, like, jacket during when, or Peacoat when they, like, won the election, I think. Something like that. I don't know. Next, we have from Grayscale, another cute company or brand, um, this brand has like these like leather pants that are like black and white really cute also has that cutout vibe cute comfy type vibe to it too they also did a collab with matte brand which is my favorite brand and so cute um next we have shane justin i'm sure a lot of y'all have heard of shane justin shane justin gives me like the black version of like fashion fashion over vibes it's like when you're looking for them going out outfits 
Shane Justin got you and his partner, Jisoo Woo, Greg. Like, I love some Jisoo Woo. I feel like they're in the same realm of that going out vibe, something real cute, real sexy, like go to the club and though those those your guys for oh so sorry shane justin and jisoo woo and then another luxury brand is fenty but yeah i was trying to find like the tag for fenty like her actual luxury brand wear not like the beauty products and not the lingerie but i couldn't find it so i don't know was good with that but i know fenty be having some cute stuff too i told you i work at a fashion company and these fenty heels oh they'd be so cute like i'm like oh i might need to um put fenty on my wish list when i get my coins up so next we have swankaposh swankaposh is like a i feel like their main thing is like their denim like their jeans i've ha- never owned a pair but from the reviews like their jeans are really comfortable like they're flattering and they fit i think they also have some other garments like cute going out wear as well um next we have lily's closet which lily's closet kind of reminds me of like a pretty little thing type of vibe like pretty little thing misguided type of vibe very cutesy dresses like if you're going out to brunch or some type of like day event or even night's events but they have really cute girly outfits i feel like next we have lem lem another kind of like luxury brand very chic wear um very like silky satiny type garment stuff with flow in it very cute next we have shop babes or it might be just be babes or shop babes i don't know but they have um they just released like this no gap jeans which i find is really cool because i feel like within not even okay yes within our culture but like within women like i feel like some of us have that small waist but you know but the the booty and the thighs be there but the waist be small and we be getting these jeans and they do not be flattering on us so they just dropped a line called no gap jeans so you don't have that back gap in the back of your jeans which i think is really cute or really nice and they also kind of give me um like skins type vibes a little bit they have a lot of like basic um just well-fitting wear like leggings and long sleeve shirts tank tops and bodysuits stuff like that next we have style perch which is kind of similar to hanifa it gives me that type of vibe um very brunch cute sets cute tops really really cute um another brand that's similar i think it's called silhouette styles Uh, i'll leave it in the instagram post but very like good quality sets and dresses and if i'm going on vacation i'm gonna browse through their stuff to see what they got next we have a kalashe or i'm not sure how to pronounce it so i might leave this one in the show notes but he is a designer he does like custom designs and i just feel like they're so cute i could see like some of his designs on rihanna or something like they're just really cute or not even cute they're like sexy pieces like real different real unique and real sexy 
And I also have a plus size brand, which is actually located in New Jersey, which is lit because I'm in New Jersey right now. And it's called Reb Dolls. And they are on the affordable side and they have really cute, like plus size items. So if that's what you're looking for, hop over there and see what they got. Let's go ahead and hop into the menswear. So first I have Against Medical Advice. And y'all, this man, he is so dope. Like his pieces go crazy. And a lot of his inspiration, well, I would say like majority of his inspiration comes from his background in nursing because he's also a nurse. And his garments just they're just like mind-blowing and their quality and I follow his personal page so like I see the process he be going through and the man be putting in that work like his vision he's a visionary for real and he also has um like his line in the metaverse I think or something I don't know it's crazy but his stuff is really dope he got these bomb ass bomber jackets out I wish I could afford it right now because like in the 600s but oh they're so cute like I love his brand. And then we have um, Season Desist. My little boot thing put me onto this one. Um, really, like, unique type of brand, too. Like, if you like zippers or, like, not skinny jeans, but, like, kind of have, like, those flare jeans or, like, certain cut. Like, if you are very particular about the cut of your items, Season Seats and Desist is a good brand. Um, there's also Bricks and Wood. They kind of give me, like, a Yeezy-type vibe, like, sweatsuits and stuff. And we also have Connor McKnight, which is another luxury brand. And he kind of does, like, relaxed suiting. So if you're more into, like, dressing up and more like that chill vibe, but you still, like, you got on a pair of slacks and a button-up, he's your guy. Next, we have Daryl Brown and his brand. It's kind of like a workwear brand. So think of like Carhartt. That's like a good like uh, brand to like compare it to. Next, we have Denim Tears, which is a streetwear brand. He has a lot of great graphic tees and jeans. Next, we have... Uh, let me see. Next, we have Fear of God. I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys have heard of that. It's a streetwear brand as well. And the diffusion line is Essentials. Really great quality pieces there that he has. Um, next, we have... Uh, let me see. Oh, is that it? Oh, wait. Next, we have Pierre Moss. <laughs> Duh. Like... Pierre Moss is one of like the big, um, big brands that I got familiar with a while ago. Like I actually did a whole project on him. And if you don't know Pierre Moss, you need to go look him up. He is a really great designer. He uses a lot of like heritage and culture into his pieces and his production for his fashion shows are so amazing. One of his fashion shows, he had Brent Fayez performing and had like a whole gospel choir. It was lit. And let me see, I have something uh, written down here. Oh yeah, so my coworker actually brought this up to me that he actually like stepped down from being the creative director at Reebok, which is 
crazy. I don't know. I I need to read up on it and see like what was up with that because his line he has like a collab with Reebok. So I'm gonna read up on that and see what the deal is. But yeah, I love Pierre Moss. His stuff is a fire as well. Also very like if you're particular about cuts of things. He has, like, really nice cuts. His shoes are also fire as well. Got some sneakers there. So that concludes the men's. Y'all, I don't know too many, but if you know some menswear brand, like, for for the men, for the boys, drop it down in the Instagram. Go ahead and leave it in the comments because I want to put y'all on and I need y'all to put other people on to these black designers. Now we're going to get into like shoes, accessories, lingerie, swim, bags. I'm going to put that all together into one. So for shoes, we have the Couture label and she is like, she's a designer that designs like heels, really cute heels. Love her. Um, then we have Brother Veli's. Valleys, I think that's how you say it. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but I know they're like also pretty well established. Um, she, I think she's it's a a woman that created the brand, and they sell like heels and sandals. Um, next we have Cool Kai, and I'm sure y'all have probably seen this sneaker, but they look like the Air Jordan ones, but they have like a lightning bolt instead. And y'all, his colorways go crazy as well. And he be in Jersey. I think he's from Jersey. And yeah, like his his shoes go hard. So if you're looking for some like fire sneakers, Cool Kai is your guy. Um, next we have the Kendall Miles or Mills. And they're like a luxury uh heel brand as well like they sell heels very cute very cute heels too heels mules sandals all that like they got that all right next we'll talk about some accessories so there is a 50 shades and why and she sells like glasses so y'all be seeing them cute old frames like the big oversized frames she got y'all or like the like shield glasses that kind of give you like that rock star motor motor biker i don't know like that type of look she got y'all her fans are really really cute next there is mateo new york and they have luxury jewelry there's also lace by tanaya i think that's how you pronounce it um and she does custom jewelry um, if you've seen Danny, I think it's Danny Lay's, um, uh, like maternity shoot, she had on like all these gold or crystallized outfit. It was by her. Um, and then lastly for like accessories, there's Jelani, which they have sustainable jewelry. So that's very lit. So check them out. Next we have lingerie, of course, Savage X. Fenty, you already know, and there's another brand that I came across that offers lingerie, but they also kind of have like the basic wear, kind of like the Skims vibes, which is called Nubian Skin. Now for swimwear, I know there's a lot more, but these are just three that I know of. The first one is Tay or T Kamar. 
I love her swimsuits. They are so like raw, like they have these studs on them. Um, I got one of her her swimsuits. It's like a one piece with this cutout. But I love her like whole aesthetic. It's very like edgy and like kind of rock star. Gives you like the chains with the studs. Really, really cute. There's also Riot Swim and Mint Swim. And I believe Mint Swim is owned by Drea. So check that out. Um, for bags, of course, starting off with the Telfeezy. We got Telfar. Y'all, I just got my first Telfar this year. And I've been wanting a Telfar for like ever. And I finally got my first Telfeezy. And I'm so excited. And my boyfriend got me two Telfeezys too. They on the way. So... I'm so excited. I love Telfar. I love his brand. I love how it's just simple, but like it still gives you that girl. And it's like unisex. Like my boyfriend be like, he finna wear the Telfeezy too. And I'd be like, go ahead, boo, do your thing. Um, and then there's Brandon Blackwood. And then there's another brand called Amina Iris. And her bags are really cute as well. And I believe that they are made in Africa. So that's also really, really cool. And y'all, that is it for these designers, for these black designers. Like, I know there's so, so many more, but that's all I got for y'all today in episode four. This next segment is called Unpopular Opinions. And I think I will include this in either every episode or most episodes. But for the topic of unpopular opinions, we are going to talk about small designers charging so much. And shout out to my good friend who brought this to my attention. Really good topic. So for me, I can see both sides because I know that some of these small designers do be slapping our heads and be saying like, oh, you need to pay like $500 for this t-shirt. And you'd be like, what? Like, I don't get it that's not worth $500 but for the designers that are charging maybe like $80 for a t-shirt or you know something above the $20 range I do understand because as a small designer you have to realize that it's you by yourself and your audience isn't as big as these big corporations or these big brands like it's not Balenciaga I'm not pushing thousands hundreds of thousands of product out and when you are manufacturing it's like the more product that you get like the cheaper it is per item so like if you've ever had an experience where you're ordering something in bulk you notice that you can get more worth your money by buying more and like the individual item will be less so when you think about a small designer they're not buying hundreds of thousands of garments they're buying a small amount maybe 20 to 30 garments so that means that the individual price the unit price for one item is going to be more expensive so like that's like one thing to think about and then also you especially if you're like designing things yourself like your hand sewing hand crafting all these things if you mess up that means you have to go back and buy more fabric buy more materials so like that's money coming out your pocket 
the work that you put in for it. Again, you're doing this by yourself, so you don't have a team that's able to do all these things. So you're spending hours and hours creating these garments for people. And like time is money, you know, like I personally have like done a pair of jeans and like I couldn't reconstruct a pair of jeans and it's taken me four, five, six hours, two days, like the hours start adding up. So if you think about it, like if I'm getting paid with my time and I'm supporting myself, I'm really not trying to get paid $10 an hour, you know, like you're trying to make more than that. So that's just something to really consider when it comes to small designers, you know, charging a little bit more. And like, it's just, it's a long process and it's hard to create revenue for these things because it does come down to like situations like this where you are charging $80 for a shirt and nobody's really buying it because they're saying it's $80, but nobody's realizing the work that goes on behind it or you having to deal with these manufacturers to get a good price, especially if the quality is is decent and you want to make sure that you're getting something that people are going to buy so that way you are able to create profit and revenue. So that's just something I wanted to bring up. But on the flip side, some of the designers do be slapping heads like you're charging $200 for a Gildan t-shirt. Like that's, that's not giving. And I think when it comes to that, that's when you are able to tell what designers like are really passionate, passionate about what they're doing and what they're selling. Because if I have a Gildan t-shirt and I go get screen printed on a little graphic and then I'm trying to sell it to you for $80, you're going to be like, what the hell? Like I can make this at home like I'm not gonna pay $80 for a shirt that's only gonna last me a few washes like you want to be paying worth your money so that's when you know you can really like decipher what who who's really about it and like who's really in for it to give you that really great experience when you're buying their product like when you put on that t-shirt is it gonna have a nice feel for it is it gonna last you a couple months, a year, years, or whatever, like whatever to come. So yeah, there's that. So that's like me just showing you like both sides and advice. Like if you are a small designer, like really know your audience, like target market is key. You can't hop on Instagram and be selling $100 shirts if all your followers are broke college students like nobody's gonna buy your shirts because nobody got the money to be spending a hundred dollars on your shirt so marketing is key and knowing your target audience is key and just like if it's something you're serious about know know what you don't have a plan like know that if you're going to be charging this much for a t-shirt it needs to have good quality and you need your customers to be satisfied and to have them keep coming back so that's my little tip and that concludes the unpopular opinion segment. Now we're going to get into our next segment called the sources. And in this segment, I will discuss some of the resources that y'all can go to to get more information or just things I want to drop. So the first resource I have is an app called the Black Fashion Finder. And 
it's basically just like an app that has all these different Black-owned brands down to outerwear and like women's clothing, men's clothing, um, shoes, shoes, accessories, all that good stuff. Um, Maya actually found this app for me and I love it. I love to just like browse through and see all the different brands on there. Some of my favorites are on there. So that's a really good app to um, if you're like just looking for things and you want to find some black owned designers for it. That's a great app. Then I have a show recommendation and it's not really like black owned. Well, I actually don't know, but it's on HBO Max and it's called The Hype. And I love this show. It's kind of like a fashion uh, like competition and they have these designers and they have these challenges every week and the judges are I forgot who the two ladies are but Offset is one of the judges and it's a really good um, show highlighting young designers Um, some of them are black designers some of them aren't but it's a really good show Um, then for a documentary that I had spoke on, I don't know, I don't remember if I spoke on it earlier, but there's a documentary on Netflix called The Remix Hip Hop Times Fashion, and I watched that as well, and I feel like that was a really good documentary, so if you're looking for, to get a little bit more insight inside the culture, see how hip hop and fashion went hand in hand within our culture, definitely check that out. And then also for Instagram, um, I follow this page called Black Owned Everything. And if I click on like a designer's profile and I see that Black Owned Everything is following them, then I'm like, all right, yeah, they Black Owned brand. So that's also a good page to follow just so you know, like if these brands that you're discovering to see if they're Black Owned. But yeah, y'all, that's all the resources I have. I hope y'all utilize them. They've helped me and I hope they can help you. Well, all right, y'all, this has been fun. I'm getting ready to close out this episode. And I do remember I said something about a video earlier in the episode. Y'all, it's not no video. It's just the audio is we we not there yet once i maybe get to a certain amount of followers and listeners and y'all would like to see a visual and y'all want to see like a video put up on youtube and then we can talk about that later but first we need to build the audience first but y'all that's it those are some of the black designers that i'm aware of if y'all have a brother a cousin your bestie whoever that designs clothes and it's black go ahead and go over to instagram the unknown journey with jazz and tag them below i'm all about supporting black designers like it's something that i care about so much so if you know somebody if you have a favorite brand and i did not mention them drop them down below i really want to make sure that they get the exposure that they deserve so yeah (laughs) but um yeah y'all it was it was nice talking to y'all and sharing some knowledge so like i said go over to instagram hit that follow button drop your comments also like share 
rate this podcast episode whether you're listening to it on apple Podcasts or on spotify make sure you get them rates in because they do matter they do help your girl out and yeah y'all i'm gonna catch y'all in the next episode and stay tuned because valentine's day is on the way and i got something for y'all so stay tuned all right y'all peace